This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, do you have the thing? Do you have, uh, we have Rick Haro here. Anyway, first things first, uh, Mafia, I'm under a tremendous strain here. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans Studios. Home is more than a house. It's a personal paradise. Get yours with Rocket Mortgage. Push button. Get mortgage. Get your Rocket Mortgage on, son. Uh, don't forget, we're in Vegas for a special edition of Pharrell on a bench tonight and tomorrow gearing up for Wilder Ortiz 2. Saturday night at the Grand Garden Arena in the MGM in Vegas on pay-per-view, also available on the Fox Sports app. So check it out. And there's great fights on the card. Our buddy Leo Santa Cruz, my favorite fighter, is fighting Saturday night. I love Leo Santa Cruz. He's awesome. I think there's other great fighters out there, Lomachenko and uh, I think Crawford, Spence. They're all fantastic. Mikey Garcia, but Spence beat his ass. But I'm telling you, Leo Santa Cruz throws more punches than any fighter in, in the business. Sunday, the NFL on CBS is highlighted by a full afternoon of games, including an NFC South clash between Carolina and New Orleans, and the Raiders are on the road against the Jets. It all starts with JB and the guys on the NFL today at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific, on CBS. Our toll-free hotline is uh, 855-212-4CBS, brought to you by GEICO. Great news, you can save a ton of money if you switch to GEICO. Go to GEICO.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. Um, you know, the best thing about uh, tonight is is that uh, all the guys that thought I, I'm painful and loud just left. Because I don't need you here anyway, you femme. Get out, you fat ass. I'll beat your ass. Our buddy Jason Purcell's here from Tampa, a fan of the show. He snuck in. Who needs a wristband when you know Pharrell? The State of the Bruce is going on, and we're going to talk more with Bruce Pinkow. But first, it's time for another exciting edition of... Mr. Haro, our sports and business insider, Rick Haro. God only knows where he is tonight. Where are you tonight, Rick? Naples. Uh, LPGA Rolex Awards. The um, uh, well, What a thrill the, going to the ladies' golf. Uh, the hey, listen. They hit the ball better <laughs> than you do. They hit the ball better than you do, man. I mean, Listen. Hey, right? you've seen me hit some nice, uh, clean that, uh, six irons. I mean, come on. Now, don't give me that. Ball now, ball. I know you're a scratch golfer, but you know I can golf. Uh, well, depends. These ladies would be I cheat. I cheat at golf. Yeah, well, that's fair. But listen, it's kind of cool. Annika Sorenstam, some of the icons here at the Ritz. uh, She's kind of hot. Being at the event tomorrow. I I know you're not... You're not a big fan, but but I am. So just suck it up. I know you're you're in deep with the women's tennis and the women's golf and all the rest. Don't and you have women's demographics? I mean, what thirty percent? I bet you twenty-five to thirty percent of your listeners are women. So listen, just so you know, uh, chicks chicks dig me. Okay, well, so yeah, I don't have any problem with. I love women. I love women. I just don't watch point. chick golf. Okay, obviously not my point. My point but is, I, I don't I don't watch chick golf. Who listens to you? 
I was just talking to several powerful people here. The man that runs the PBC, Bruce Bank, I was sitting right here listening to the show. He runs all of the PBC for uh, Al Heyman, and he's the man that puts on all the biggest fights in the world, every pay-per-view event, every PBC event, every Fox event. He does everything he did. He ran Golden Boy for 20 years until they screwed him. Bottom line is this, is that my guy, Bruce Bengal, is the most powerful man in the world. That's all that matters. And then everybody around here knows. And I just was telling him, did I not tell him, Bruce, go on the mic, did I not tell him that you, Rick Haro, is the only guy that I know that has more juice than you, Bruce? Wow, all that's true. nice. And, and then you, you, know, you ruin it by talking about how I like women's golf, and that somehow is a... Is a uh, uh, Listen, a, uh, are you still talking about the women's golf with yeah, me? Yeah, I understand. All right, Honestly. I'm here for the day, and then I'm going to go watch some college football. Is that better for you? No, that's way better. I told him that I used to go and drink Presidentes with you at the Orange Bowl when you and I were real men and Back went to when there was men's no football games. Now there's no Orange Bowl. So, and then, you know, being a Dolphin fan, right, so – I got to get some credit for. I just want to say one thing to you. Bills last week, right? Listen, one thing I'll say to you. I'll give you this. I want to sleep with ninety percent of the chicks on the women's tennis tour. Is that good enough for you? No. Nice time. That 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 doesn't go over either. You you also want the sun to rise in the west, but it ain't happening. I wish I lived in the west, and I I wish I could leave New York forever. How does that sound? How's that That for a plan? I'm I'm already making those plans as we speak. As a matter of fact, I understand. All right, so. what did we do here? You said that uh, the sport uh, support for the military after Labor Day, that was uh, Veterans Day, that was all big. My father-in-law died. We buried him Tuesday. It was a military funeral. Taps, guns, wow. the, the flag to the widow, the whole deal. Yeah, well, listen, Veterans Day came and went, but the bottom line was uh, 500 grand in ticket donations at Penn State for a program. Many of the schools celebrated Veterans Day, so... My point was not that Veterans Day is important, but just that it's a legacy to help generate more money for programs on behalf of veterans. So, you know, too bad for your uncle, but... It was nice. my father-in-law, actually. Oh, excuse not me, I'm uncle. sorry. But ni- nice. So anyway, so I buried my dad in July, and yeah, five months later I buried my wife's dad. It's all awful. Nice so what do you think of uh, the Dolphins? They're trying to get a Formula One race in Miami Gardens. I'd rather hear about, are they going to build that new soccer stadium down there for Beckham? Because he gets a lot of chicks, too, Shake out. Well, yeah, not happening right away. By the way, you remember when we were in South Florida and we we grew up on the Fort Lauderdale Strikers, and right. uh, we not grew up, but... Uh, you know, Beckenbauer and Pele and George Best and Canalia and all those guys. And everybody was talking about a new stadium down in Miami. And remember, I, for 40 years, tried to get stadiums done in Miami. The referendum pass still hasn't gotten done. And they're talking about Lockhart area as a temporary facility in the middle of the region in Fort Lauderdale. It's not surprising if that becomes a real long-term permanent solution. And it's not a problem because... That's the center of growth, maybe soccer, in all of South Florida. So I wanted—I told these guys in here earlier that you have been literally behind at least 75% of all the NFL and uh, NBA stadiums that have been built in this country. Is that about right? Uh, 72%. 72%. But that yeah. it's close. Like, I'm, I'm right in the ballpark that you've been involved in, in all of that stuff. I in think that's fantastic. Uh, so what is the ever five chance Let's Go Lightning? Are they in bed with the Lightning? Yeah, they're in bed with the Lightning. They're doing a... Uh, a, a, a deal, uh, the Future Goals program with the NFL, with the NHL. Uh, they've got all these school tr- children. They, they've got many schools, K through 12. And, uh, by the way, it, it's, you, I didn't ever learn this in, in school, 
but they're learning geometry and angles and all that stuff that's important math based on hockey angles and goalie angles and shots coming off the board. And so they're learning STEM and other mm-hmm. stuff through novel ways to deal with math. I, I wish I had a program when I was growing up where you'd learn how to do math by Stop. watching football spots. I have a better story for you. Today I went to Breakfast Mafia with a friend of ours here in Las Vegas, and did he not tell us that his son, is who is at, uh, getting his uh, degree in, what was it again, uh, in you know computer engineering, but yeah, but, computer but, science. but uh, STEM, STEM stuff. no, but uh, robots like what is it artificial called? Intelligence. Artificial intelligence. Now this yeah. guy, listen, he worked at the uh, he worked in uh, Geneva at the uh, UN. UN, and now he's been listen to this. They, they he's been what accepted to go to Harvard Law. They want him to go to Harvard Law now and be a artificial intelligence lawyer. And I thought to myself, if you, I told him the story at breakfast. I said, my friend Ricaro went to Harvard. He's rich as Pharrell. I mean to tell you, this guy's got money oozing out of his ears. And if your son ends up getting a, a law degree from Harvard in artificial intelligence, he's going to be working in a skyscraper in Manhattan making $15 million a year in about five years. And how do you like them apples? I love those apples. I wish I had the ability to learn artificial intelligence when I went to, to, to Harvard Law. Because you just know uh, how to get I, criminals I, I out no, of jail. I have no real intelligence, so why not try artificial intelligence? Well, all of your friends who went to Harvard are rich, aren't they? Well, you know. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, yes. Yes, uh, they I mean, are. But I, I, wish, I wish I knew uh, more rich friends. You know, if, 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 I, if I list my friends and you're on the top of the list, I'm in trouble. Listen, I just told these guys that Shashevsky did your book forward. If, yeah. if he's not a rich friend, I don't know who is. He, what is the deal with the Pac-12? They announced the University of Washington and Tulane will meet in a uh, in a game in China. Who cares about that? Talk about will the Pac-12 get shafted out of the college football playoff? Maybe I don't know about shafted, but they got to. You know, somebody's got to keep winning, right? I mean, are you are you talking about Oregon? I mean, if Oregon keeps winning, I'm not sure about shafted. They they have as good a chance as anybody as being number four. I'm not sure Georgia ought to be number four, but you know Larry Scott is a pretty entrepreneurial commissioner. He was the old mm-hmm. ATB head, and he's talking about bringing games to China. Getting back to what we're talking about, and that doesn't mean that the Pac-12 ought to generate revenue in China. But the NBA hadn't done a great job there, and there's problems. So they're doing all the right stuff. It's a country where even if you have one percent of the fans being football fans, you're hitting a home run. So uh, the Rockets lost $20 million because of the Daryl Morey a foot in the mouth? Yeah, that's the point. Uh, listen, the bottom line is everybody's staying quiet right now. They're trying to put the deals back together diplomacy-wise. Uh, the Rockets lost $20 million. Harden lost a lot of money. They're not talking about it, which means it's probably a good idea to put it back together. 300 million basketball fans in China, we need their money. They need to watch our quality, so I think it'll work out. Uh, so, Phil Murphy, the governor of uh, New Jersey, how much money did they make off of WrestleMania 35? $165.4 million, that's Jesus. all. Jesus. And not only that, the revenues were tax revenues, $27 million, federal, state, local taxes, 82,000 people at MetLife, uh, 50 states, 68 countries. It's the highest grossing event at MetLife. And so they're going to Tampa. And now they'll put a bid package together where anybody will bid for the rights to WWE. I've been doing some media around right. the country this week. Everybody wants the WWE. It's a really, really good thing. Good impact, good numbers, and they'll get major events.
Bruce, let me ask you a question. Bruce Pinkow, the head of the PBC, do you, uh, like one of these fights, and let's say they're the, hypothetically, let's just say they they had three or four hundred thousand pay per view buys. How much money can you? You just give me a ballpark, like for a big event like this, if it went off successfully and you got like four to five hundred thousand buys, and then the merchandise and the tickets and everything else and the TV that's involved in an event like this, what kind of money would that generate? Well, in a weekend. I mean, we we you, you can you know do the math yourself. The 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 uh, gates are published by the Nevada State Athletic Commission in California as well. So right. We've done every, we've done gates from three million to. $50 million. Mayweather Pacquiao had right. some crazy number gate. Pay-per-views are usually about 80 bucks, you know, a pop. So if you do, uh, you know, three, four hundred, five hundred thousand dollars dollars $500,000, that's a pretty good night. If you do a million, that's a great night. And in the case of Mayweather, you know, if you do four million, you know, you're talking about mega events. I was just talking to Bob Bennett, the head of the Nevada State Athletic Commission, about how important boxing and MMA are to the local economy. And Rick knows more about this than I do about right. how much, you know, revenue it brings in, not just in terms of, you know, uh, hotel room nights, but, um, you know, uh, mom and pop stores and, right. and local economies. And how so, much Rick, like how much would a, the, like the Super Bowl 54 in Miami generate for Miami and Dade County? $500 million. But, see, that's the point. And Bruce is absolutely right. You don't have to have a half-billion-dollar event to still do the numbers. The mom and pop stores, the hotels, the restaurants – Vegas is easy to quantify because those tourist convention center people are really good at what you call heads and beds counts. They talk about how people come in for the weekend, and whether it's a fight or a Raiders game or a Knights game, you're going to spend a few extra nights other than what you would spend normally, and that adds up to hotel, restaurants, and dollars, and the tourist dollars you can figure it out and then funnel it back to make sure you got more events. So. You know, Vegas does it right, and other cities should follow. I got to tell you, the the uh, Rick, have you been to the Vegas Golden Knights hockey experience at I this T-Mobile it, Arena? T-Mobile it, Arena is the best. And how is. about when? And, and by the way, it's perfect because I don't care about Antonio Brown, nor does anybody else. But right. but how about what Gruden is doing to prepare the team for its first year in that new Allegiant Stadium next year? And they may make the playoffs this year. May they probably will. And Gruden has done it right. Last year, everybody wanted to fire him. Now they've got all these draft picks. The Bears stink. Khalil Mack uh, was maybe a curse for them. The Raiders have all these draft picks. They've got a great town, a great market, a stadium that's funded by this tourist tax money. They've got the Golden Knights, too. So it's all happening, right? And you, you, you see the stadium maybe from where you are right now. How about that? It's coming together, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. It's unbelievable. I drove by it like six months ago or something when I was here, and the thing like literally is like almost done. They put it up so fast. It's going to be a Shangri-La. It's going to be – I've said this before, and I'll say this to Rick and Bruce and the audience, that I believe in five years after it opens that I believe the Raiders – I truly believe this – will pass the Cowboys as the most profitable team in the NFL. I think they will become the uh, the new standard of money-making operations in the league. Because they're going to have, every, they're gonna have everything. They're going to have yeah, Super Bowl. There, yep. they're gonna have final fours. They're gonna have everything concert. That place is gonna be a cash cow, and that team is gonna be worth more than five billion dollars. I guarantee it's gonna be worth seven, eight billion dollars in five, ten years. Let me ask you this: streaming sports are the fans are doing that now more than paying for TV packages. Everybody's streaming sports now. Everybody's on these streaming services. 
Mark this down, man. You passed the Rubicon. This week is the first time that people acknowledge through this report that 58, 60 percent of people who are consuming content are doing it on iPhones and iPads. And years ago, you'd have said that's stupid. And anybody who talks about TV ratings, even if it's pay-per-view, based on traditional TV, is leaving out 60% of the market. And also, who's watching these games on the Internet? Young people, people who are going to be spending more money. And so the whole idea of traditional Nielsen TV ratings is out the window. And for the first time, we realize that more people are watching on devices than they are on TV. It's really, 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 really important. Lastly, Rick, uh, for the tech uh, top story, I think it is this, is that I saw this story the other day on uh, – I actually saw an interview with the owner of the you know Capitals. Leon's is uh, talking about – I think that's who it is, right? So right. He, they, they, he was talking about the new William Hill deal, that they have a, literally a sports book in the new uh, – you know, the Capitals Arena in D.C. Right. They have a deal now with William Hill. It's just enormous. And you can actually – now, you, you have to walk in from the street as an NBA customer, but as an NHL customer, you can go right from the sports uh, – book into the arena to the games and you can bet on the games right at the arena that's crazy now they have that in at the rock in newark but i don't think you can place bets in there even though you can bet in new jersey yeah but listen three years from now it's not going to matter because everybody's going to do it and leonsis has not only taken the advantage he had a restaurant that he's turned into a gaming center and the uh esports deal that he's got the team is called wizards district gaming They've got an NBA deal, so they've got a jersey patch that's tied in. Everything they do is tied into kind of vertically integrated stuff. So they've got gambling, they've got eSports, they've got the WNBA, they've got everything tied into gambling again. And the bottom line is that uh, it's a tip of the iceberg. You say you can gamble in certain places today, but wait for next year. All right, Rick, great stuff tonight. i got to run. Uh, fabulous. Uh, what are you going to this weekend? Uh, Miami FIU, how about that? They, you know, they look better, right? And, and then I'm going to Dolphins Cleveland in Cleveland. So I can't believe I'm traveling the country to watch my team. I can't uh, believe you're not going to Wilder Ortiz. <laughs> I'll, what I'll, is the uh, problem? You know, you, Come you, on, you, Rick. You, hey, you guys call me and tell me what happens, okay? Listen, the next time they have a huge fight in Vegas, you've got to come to the fight. You've never been to a championship fight with me. I, I know. Will you, will you take care of me? I will. Deal. And, and by the way, if you can't make it, you know, it's easy enough to order on Oh, on pay-per-view. Yeah. I, I got pay-per-view, it. Right. I understand. Wow. Nirvana. All right. And even I'm on in. the app, the Fox Sports app. All right. Thanks, Rick. Have a great I'm weekend. In, Bye, Bruce. I'm in. All right. See ya. There you go. You say goodbye, Bruce. All right. See you later. All right. There you go. Rick Harrow, ladies and gentlemen. 855-212-4CBS is Pharrell on the bench from the MGM. We'll come back with the state of the Bruce. This is Pharrell on the bench. All right, we're back in uh, Vegas at the MGM, uh, the state of the Bruce. Bruce Binkow, the head of the PBC, is here. And um, thanks for uh, sitting through that whole thing. It was interesting. Very, you thought? I did. All right. So, I like him. I like Rick Harrell. Well, he's been on the show forever, so you've heard him on the show before, obviously. So uh, now we were talking before he came on about the fight and about uh, the odds for the fight, that will it go seven, will it not go seven, and – that it will is minus a buck five, that it won't is minus a buck 25. So a lot of people think it won't go seven. Well, the last one went 10. And now everybody's saying that Ortiz is in the best shape of his life. Oh, wait a second. The last one went 10, but we just said that it could have ended in the seventh, right? 
Listen, look at the size of that guy. That was from the last fight. No wonder they call him King Kong. But he doesn't even look like that at all now. He, he, he looks more like Wilder. He looks he, – he's not as cut as Wilder, but he's in great shape. And he, he – I'm telling you, this guy hits like like you're getting hit by a van. Right? <laughs> and Wilder – On the highway. You, it's the, it's a, he said that's the, the, the biggest punch he's felt yet. So when they put the line at the end, at, will it go seven – you got to go well. The last one, you know, and both of these guys are saying the same thing in all their press. Oh, saying, because in the seventh round, end. he rocked him. Yeah, it's going to end one by a knockout one way or the other. Somebody's going to get knocked out. So the cool thing about this card is you got these great lightweight fighters, and you mentioned Leo Santa Cruz. There's nobody that throws more punches than Leo Santa Cruz. So that's always an all-action fight, right? And then you got to have and, – and then he, you got the – He'll be the fight of the night I because he throws so many punches. So he says he's going to steal the show. Well, because he and, will. But he's in a real fight. Miguel Flores is a real is a real fight. Right, but he, uh, Leo, I got to tell you, Leo doesn't lose. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I I'm with so, you. I'm a big Leo Fr- Santa Cruz fan, but this guy Miguel Flores is. The you're real the one Leo. that turned me on to Leo Santa Cruz. Now you're walking away the other no, way, you're going no, south. No, I'm all. T- I'm all. Of, you're the one that I'm turned me on to him. Leo, now. But I mean, this is not an easy fight, is all I'm saying. Not an easy fight. And Al figures out all these. Uh, who's his matchmaker? They got, they got you know Tom Browns. They sit around and they got they go through charts and graphs and stats and you know they're putting this guy with that guy and you know oh I can't believe you you matched him up with that. That's too tough. That's too you know. I'm telling you, Wilder, Deontay Wilder said, I want to fight Luis Ortiz. And everybody said, why? You beat him. You knocked him out. You don't need to fight him again. Right? Move on. Who wants to get hit by that guy again? He goes, people think that I almost lost. I got to show him something. And Ortiz went, okay, baby, let's go. I'm ready. You know, he said, I, I, you know, he's licking his chops. He's like, okay, you give me another bite at the apple. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna blow said, it. He said, Luis Ortiz says in every one of his interviews, he said, I'm not saying I'm gonna win, but, but, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna go down trying, okay? And I'm gonna like, hurt Somebody's him. gonna get knocked out, right? It's either gonna be me or it's gonna be him. One of the two of us. So you gotta love that, right? What do you think, Mafia? Do you think we're gonna see uh, someone get dropped? Oh, it definitely see someone get dropped. That's no doubt about it. Early These two guys, or late. So, see, that's what I, I'm talking about. Right. It, that seven is such a, a tough one to pick because, like you said, he got rocked and stuff last time. I feel like both these guys respecting each other's power enough that it might go over that seven, that they're going to be a little more tentative, I think, than just getting in there and throwing bombs. I think that's the key. If they come in and jump all over each other. See, I think Ortiz's plan, I don't have any insight into this. I'm just guessing that he's going to jump on, on Wilder. That that's the game plan. That he's going to come in and try to put him right, off balance. Right, because the guest lady might run out of gas. Over, right, and 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 just try to overwhelm him early. Because the problem with Deontay is he doesn't get tired. No, you know, he's in such great shape. If you get into deep water with him, you better have some legs. You know, and so I think the key for Ortiz is to try to get this thing over early. So, so what is the uh, what is the uh, plan for the uh, weigh-in tomorrow? So like people in Vegas can actually get into this thing free and open to the public. It's free and open to the and public. The and listen, if you've over. never been to a weigh-in, and especially if you've never been to a heavyweight fight weigh-in. You got to come down to the MGM Grand at twelve thirty tomorrow afternoon. We got, we got the whole card weighing in. You're going to get to see all of your favorite fighters, plus all of the other PBC fighters that'll be in attendance, plus Scott Farrell. And then if that wasn't enough, you got some great musical acts. You got this kid D Smoke who just won this uh, Rhythm and Flow on Netflix. You know that that show. He's he was the winner of that and. And this guy, Bankroll Freddy, they're going to be doing some numbers. Bankroll Freddy. Some live numbers. I know, Pharrell, you're going to be out there busting a move. I heard, 
I just heard an, an old rerun of Howard Stern where he was talking about, you know who can really dance is Scott Farrell. That was, that well, we just put up a picture. We put up a video for, on Instagram today of him dancing after he got some popcorn. So imagine it was going to be like oh, really? some music well, going see, on. Let me see the video. I have to see this here. I haven't seen so everybody it come out to the weigh-in tomorrow, uh, 1230 at the MGM Grand Garden Arena. Even if you're not in Vegas, fly in and come okay, to the weigh-in. But this is definitely not uh, me. No, doing, it's not your best work. This is not my best work. I got excited that I got some. Uh, look. <laughs> See? <laughs> I got excited because there was popcorn. I'm busting out the weigh-ins. I'm dabbing. Put him on stage. You could entertain him between weigh-ins. You got Look, wait, wait. You know those Here you go, Bruce. Are, if your kids were watching that, they would go, oh, my God. No, but I did some it's really good. There we go, look. Oh, there we go. <laughs> now, look. Oh. All I can tell you people is that it's a good thing that this is radio. <laughs> go to Instagram and see, no, the, it is see true. the old white man move. It is proud. true that I, I can dance. and most That's what I heard, that you could dance. So we're going to find out tomorrow at the way. I, so danced, guys... with, I danced with uh, Howard at his wedding. That's what he was talking about. And... I, there, was an old, there was a rerun on the radio the other day. Right. And all I know is I turned on the car and I heard, you know who can really dance is Scott Farrell. He's a good true. dancer. I danced at his wedding like no other, and uh, he and I were actually dancing together. He said that. He talked about it. We, we had so much fun dancing uh, together because I can really, I can really shred. Yeah. I can dance. No impressed. one thinks I can dance. It's not true. I can dance uh, at any club. I could always dance. I had, I had the moves. Yeah. And then I've even learned like other moves, too, like salsa moves and everything else because I go to the uh, Caribbean a lot, so I've learned a lot of their uh, moves. So. I like dancing. Does your wife keep up with you? She can't keep up with me either. But most of the hot chicks can. You know, she's smoking hot, but she doesn't like dancing. So I go out with all of her, you know, friends. All the friends. I go dancing with them. All the bridesmaids. I go, uh, you know, I've danced with everyone. But I had a blast at his wedding. That was the coolest wedding ever. I'm sitting at the table. I got Barbara Walters on my right, Billy Joel on my left. Governor, I mean, they were all there. Everyone, everyone and their brother, if, you name it. They were every famous person in the world was at the wedding. But very nice. Hey, let me just get back to Wilder for one second. There was the one thing I wanted right. to tell you, which is, you know, the heavyweight division right now is on fire, right? It's now all right. of a sudden now it's everybody's buzzing about Anthony Joshua and, and Andy Ruiz are you know that's coming right. up and you know and, and you got Wilder and you got Tyson Fury and you got all these guys. If you've never seen real heavyweights go at it. You, and you're only going to watch one fight this year. Watch this fight. Because I'm telling fight. you, when you see the big guys go at it, there's nothing else like it. In all of sports, I don't think there's a sporting event live or on television that comes close to the excitement of a heavyweight title fight. I don't know. I, I, I agree with that, and I think it'll be phenomenal. But I don't know if it can top that Spence Porter fight we saw in L.A. That was the best fight I've seen in a, in a few years. It was very violent for 12 rounds. And that's exactly what I said on this very show. I said the night before. And right? So uh, usually the state of the Bruce, the predictions are dead on. So you're probably right that Hello. Saturday night will be incredible. Right. So tune in. All right. So are you out of here? I think I'm going to go get something to eat. Right. And I think Mafia is going to get me a slice. And uh, Mafia is going to get you a slice of that food court pizza. Yeah, I have to go. I have to go. I've already spent, you know, $150 today on my eggs and, and French toast in the <laughs> Avenue Club or it's whatever. It's funny it's how nothing's really cheap here in Vegas, is it? Not in this place. Yeah. <laughs> so at dinner, I might just grab a slice. 
Even the slice is expensive. You know, you don't want to get me near that Hagen Dazs store over there either, because I love that. I love the Hagen Dazs you know, store. Over there. I mean, not it's not you know free plug, but you know it's not bad over there. Is uh, we ate uh, lunch the other day at Johnny Rockets. It was actually okay. It wasn't bad. Yeah, it was okay. Right. Good to see you, Bruce. Thanks for coming on the bench, Scotty, Brian. Great, great seeing you guys. We'll see you at the fights, All right. and uh, we'll see. You Thanks for having at us. The way in. We'll see you at the way in. Come out, Vegas. Everybody in Vegas, come. It's free. It's open to the public. Twelve thirty tomorrow at the MGM. Come on, see uh, your boy Smoke. D smoke. D smoke. And, and bankroll Freddy. Come on. And bankroll Freddy. I have heard it all now. This is Pharrell on the bench. It's more important than oxygen and water. Pharrellonthebench.com. Killer picks for cheap with amazing results. Fans love it because Pharrellonthebench.com has it all. Football, college, and pro hoops. Same thing. Hockey, every game. Boxing, MMA, every fight. You name it. Pharrellonthebench.com delivers every day. Sign up today. Hide the money from your wife. How about last week in the NFL? 73% of my bets covered. It's the sixth week out of 11 that I've been in the 70 percentile bracket in my NFL plays. Documented. For the season in college football, 67% winners. Last week, 64% winners in college football. All I do is make people money. Sign up. All right. Chris Domino's with us, our good friend from uh, 680 The Fan in Hot Town, Atlanta. Yang, 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 yang. And uh, Chris has been, it's funny, uh, I, I was saying to Mafia, we were, I think we were in the airport, and we were walking, and I said, um, you know who's, because I, I, I was saying, who do we want to get on? Because, you know, I got to tell you, the, the, the boxing people, and I'll say this lie, I don't care what they think, the people that I come in here every time for 30 years are the same people, I want to kill myself. Like, the people that they offer up to me, I'd rather have a shovel hit me in the face 100 miles an hour in a snowstorm like a, like a truck drives by and runs over my face than, than some of the people. I, I can't deal with them. I've interviewed the same people 50,000 times. I want to kill myself. So I said to him, and he knows it's true, uh, they're, either, they're either entertaining or I don't want them. I, I'm, I'm going to talk to the chick from Fox. I, I used to do NHL with her. She doesn't even know me, and I worked with her for five years. She doesn't know my name. Do you remember the girl that I worked with her for five years? Yeah, the playoff show. Every NHL playoff game, the Blackberry Cisco All Access game, I did it with her for five years. The girl doesn't know my name. Like, how, how much of a phony are you that you don't know someone you worked with every day for five years in New York City? I mean, honestly. So now when I say her, I was like, Oh, it's, it's nice to see you again. No, I, I don't do that. I say, you suck. Stay away from me. So here's the deal. I'm walking in the airport with him today, and I said, who do I like? Because, you know, I don't care about anybody because I'm such a D. And I go, who do I like that I'd want to talk to in Las Vegas this week? Because I, I don't want to talk to all these idiots. And I said, the guy that's been going to a lot of fights lately that I like is Chris Domino. He's been going to all the fights. I saw you in L.A. Yep. I've seen you in Vegas. Yep. And I've seen you around. Today I saw you strolling into the food court to stuff your face. <laughs> and I go, I yelled, you didn't hear me. And then uh, I said, why don't you get him on? But I had already said in the airport to get you on. I said, call up to Mino. And didn't you do it? Didn't you reach yeah, out absolutely. to him? Reach you had already reached out to him before I saw him walking yeah. in the food yeah, court. Yeah, we had. All right, so there you go. Documented Perfect. that I Good. picked you to be here. Yes, sir. Honored. Well, you've been doing the show with me for like 25 Years. Long time. At least. Long time. Isn't that I, right? I say it all the time. Uh, people say, hey, how'd the whole thing get started for you? Uh, chiropractic student moved down to Atlanta right. from Staten Island, New Jersey, and all of a sudden you go, I, I think I'm going to stay in Atlanta. Why? Because being on Sports Talk Radio was 
probably going to be a hell of a lot more fun than going back to New Jersey right. to be a chiropractor. So I thank you and Robert so Wolf. And- how about all my friends are now chiropractors in uh, New Jersey? Yeah. So my buddy and his wife are like the literally two of the biggest in, in like New York City and Jersey, and they're enormous. They have I, like, I don't want to work that. They hard. have like ten locations. They're millionaires. Yeah, I don't want to work. It's that crazy. Hard. Uh, I think you do a, a lot better job as a, a sports talk host. Anyway, you're awesome at it. So it's good to see you again. Good so I, you. I did choose you to thank be you. on here today. I thought right, let's get Domino. He's cool. So I guess the first question I have for you is. Uh, will uh, I'm guessing Dan Quinn's not going to survive this uh, unless they win every single game because yeah, they've looked good the last few weeks. It's crazy. They've been no, winning me money. Nobody can explain what's just happened. I've hit the last week. few games. Twelve points in two games for a team that was historically as bad as anybody had ever seen in the first half of football games. I covered week in the Saints after game. week after week. You slow down Drew Brees in that offense. You take Christian McCaffrey and you go. I understand you want to be an MVP type candidate, but not this week. Nobody can explain it. And historically, they were as bad as anybody in the first half of games. They were outscored. Uh, I think we were keeping a running total. And after five weeks of it, it was, okay, this is as bad as it's ever been. I get it's an offensive league. we got a defensive coach who's a defensive coordinator. And you can't put together a first half that keeps you. They tried to close out a few games. You know this as a gambler. You go, okay, what the hell happened to the first 30 minutes of this right. Nobody can explain what's happened in the last two weeks. In seven days, they give up 12, 12. I don't care who you're playing in the NFL. If you give up 12 points in two Every weeks, game's brutal. No doubt. Every week. I, I hate people that say, oh, they got an easy schedule. Oh, this week's a cakewalk. Oh, this is the easy it's part of their season. That is such BS because every week's a nightmare So in the I'll NFL. tell you how bad they were. They gave up three first half touchdowns to Marcus Mariota, who doesn't have a job anymore. And Kyler Murray was an offensive player of the week. They went two weeks in a row with the quarterback they played was the offensive player of the week. And all of a sudden, you win two games in seven days. I think he's got a shot to stick around. So, because you believe that, um, I'm assuming you believe that, because there was there was talk that Blank likes him. Yes, but that, that's not that's true. Now, does Thomas like him, Dimitrov? Yes, so Very they much both so. like him. They both did new deals that actually tied them together. You know, this was how much they were tied at the hip. They went out and restructured deals last year that kept them through. Right, I knew that. So what was it? The fans and the media that want him fired? Yeah, it got bad. So not the it's not the inside the, no. the house. The family is still together. Yes. It's the fans and media that have turned on him. Arthur's 77. He's had some hell stuff, and he's a mellowed guy. It doesn't mean he doesn't want to win. It doesn't mean right. that whole 28-3, to three, and it doesn't mean a Super Bowl championship that's never been doesn't bother him. It does. But I think this version of Arthur doesn't want to do this all over again, and he's looking for any reason so let's go do it again. Now, here's the problem. You go one and three next year in your first four games, then you're done. If you get a chance to stick around and try this again, you don't get to have a, a bad September. A bad first half. No doubt about it. Because their first half of the season this year was a nightmare. Was, and then I was torn because I, I'm saying, give me the draft pick. as much. And I like Dan Quinn a lot. Right. I like Thomas Dimitrov a lot. But I was sitting there going, don't do what you did last year by winning three games late and sort of changing the whole draft. Now seven days into it, I go, oh, let's find out how good they are. I've actually I, I've, I've taken myself out to the backyard and said, I think I was thinking about this wrong. I do want a better draft pick, right. but I want to find out if this team might actually be a, a good enough football team where you don't have to blow the whole thing up. So uh, have the, since they won the games, have people lightened up on him? Uh, they, or do they still want him gone? Yeah, they still want him gone, but it's just not as loud. Why do you think, uh, in, in essence, that they suck so bad? I don't get it. Is Me it their neither. defense that's never been? Because it really has been uh, overall. Over the, uh, overall, it's been kind of porous. I think it was so bad. But I though. never worried that much about Matty Ice and Julio Jones. No, and those but I, guys. I, listen, I, I'm not a big fan of thirty million dollars for the quarterback, twenty million for the receiver. 
and a receiver who's got bad feet. You know, $10 million everything, 10 cent feet. And so Julio you're telling Jones, me Julio Jones has bad feet. Yeah, there's something. He didn't practice yesterday. They said a noticeable limp was Juan McClure, the guy who covers him locally, just said, ah, he's got a noticeable limp. I don't care if he doesn't practice on Wednesday. I'm paying him $20 million a year for a bunch of years coming. Right. I don't care about Wednesdays, so, but, you, but your feet don't heal. Well, if you've got a bad back right. and bad feet, your feet so don't let, heal. So let me tell you something. So I have... I have had notoriously, because I play basketball mm-hmm. seven days a week, I have bad feet. I have bone spurs, and I've had double plantar fissure. They do not get better. Nope. It took me two years to get rid of that crap. It was the worst. I was literally crippled. I was a walking 95-year-old walking around after games. Ask him, how bad was I? It was terrible. It looked like, you know, you aged 20 years between leaving the game I, and getting I was work. crying. It hurt so bad. I couldn't take steps. I couldn't walk at work. You sitting at work with a bag of ice Bags of ice under my feet. But it got better. It took two years. That are finally better, and now he asked me today. He's like, "How are your legs?" Because I played last night. We had a big game. I played 45 minutes. Never came out of the game. I ran the whole game, NBA court, the whole deal, nonstop. I'm 20 years older than all these kids, but I have no feet problems right now. Bottom line is that those injuries, I will tell you, are debilitating. They never go away. What do I got? 30 seconds. Listen, we're gonna keep going here. We're not going anywhere. This is just the beginning. So just hang in here with me and let me finish this. Uh, I don't even know what day is it. What time is it? I don't even know where I am. I just wanted to say to you, Chris Domino, I have not slept literally in 24 hours. Not one minute. I'm, I'm dying. No, I've been, I've been up since literally yesterday, nonstop. And I got here today, and I wanted to take a nap, but I had a conference call today that was horrible. I got so mad I haven't slept in two days. It's awful. I want to kill myself. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.